welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. I have to tell you as we get started today that this topic and some of what I'm going to share is very personal to me. This concept of wider versus deeper in terms of goals and pursuits and what it means to be successful in this life, honestly, I've just had my focus in the wrong spot. I think I valued one of these things over the other, and it was a mistake. Instead, it should have been the other way around. In order to explain some of that, I need to take you back about three years. My family and I lived here in Lindale. We loved it here. We still love it here. Everything was going along just fine. In fact, I really had nothing to complain about. And yet one day, I sat down with my wife, Summer, and I started complaining. I don't know if this is what a midlife crisis is. I'm not sure. But I remember sitting down with her and just trying to explain how disappointed I felt that I had not done more, accomplished more, experienced as many things as I thought I would have experienced. I remember sitting down and telling her, you know, by this time, 37, 38, I thought I would have gotten a master's degree in counseling, but I haven't and it doesn't look like it's on the horizon. I thought I would have learned a foreign language, or I would have figured out how to become a computer programmer. I thought there are some places we would have traveled to by now, some missionary work that would have come to fruition. There are a lot of things out there that I have not experienced. Basically, I had my view on going wider. You know, when I was younger, I had this view of this plethora of things I would do and become, and yet you settle into life and you realize that your scope is significantly smaller than that, and I was looking at a lot of different things and realizing that I hadn't done them and probably wasn't ever going to. Now, as you listen to this, you might think, man, you weren't even at middle age, like 37, you could just go out and do it. But I think as I was approaching the age of 40, it just hit me. There are a hundred things I'm never going to do. Not only have I not done them by now, but the truth is, I'm not even pursuing them. They're not even really on the horizon. And so I kind of sat down and looked at her and said, I don't know, babe. I mean, I love my life, but it feels like by this point, I should have accomplished more. Yet, here we are. Now, I don't know how that sounds to you. You're probably very disappointed in me that I sat down and told her that. And I have to acknowledge, it was a mistake. She and I, I would say, have a really, really good marriage. We love being together. We love each other. We hope to celebrate 22 years coming up at the end of this year. And over that span of time, there have been very few moments when I saw the kind of hurt in her eyes that I remember seeing that day. She listened to me, and when I was done, she looked at me And she said something to this effect, Chris, maybe you'll get to do some of that stuff, maybe you won't, but look at what you're doing right now. Look at what we have in our lives right now. You have me. You have our children. 
We have this home. You have this work here in Lindale. You got a couple of hobbies that you enjoy that you get to play. No, you haven't learned to play the guitar and you're not a trophy whitetail hunter and maybe you won't experience all those things. But look at what you have in your life right now. And honestly, as I reflect back on that conversation, I think what hurt her the most is it was as if I was saying, you are not enough. I need to do more, see more, become more. This is not enough. Now, to be clear, that is not what I was intending to say, and it's not what I meant, but it's what it meant to her. So I remember after that telling her, you're right. You're so right. This is important. What I have now is where God has put me and what he wants me doing. And for the first time, I started thinking about this idea of deeper, where it's not about going out and starting a new relationship, it's about the value of deepening the ones that I have. It's not about going out and experiencing some new place or new thing, it's just about deeper satisfaction and more involvement in the things that I have in my life at this moment. But I have to tell you, I didn't learn my lesson. This was a few years ago, and I remember getting up the next day thinking, you know, she's right. I need to invest myself in what I have in front of me right now. But I'll bet if I learned some tips and strategies for managing my life better, for goal planning and time management and focusing on what's essential, I can go deeper and wider. I can spend more time with my kids and also more time out there learning something new. I can spend more time becoming a better preacher and teacher, and also time learning a foreign language. So I started reading all these books, really good books, I have to say that. In the early episodes of Excel Still More, you heard me talk about books like Start With Why, or Essentialism, or The Miracle Morning. That all came out of that conversation with Summer. And so I started working on it a little bit. And in fact, I think I enrolled in some online class to learn computer programming like the next day. So I was being intentional about deeper and wider. And I hope that phrase is now making some more sense to you. Enjoying more and deepening what God has put in my life now and reaching out and trying to achieve new and different things. So I started learning some strategies and making some changes in my life and pursuing some new and different goals and objectives. And going into 2019, I started sharing some of that with you. On January the 24th of this year, we began with Just Get Better, this idea of growing in the Lord, which again at that time I thought meant deeper and wider. Deepen what you have. Become a better member of the church where you attend. Become a better husband or wife or parent or child. Become a better Bible student. These are things God has in your life right now. Spend time making them better and prioritize time in your day for new experiences, a new education, new endeavors, etc. Well, I have an update for you. Here we are nearly 70 episodes in. We've talked about time management, morning goal journaling, and a whole bunch of other things to make us stronger, better Christians 
and build our faith and friendships. And I've got some news for you. Wider is overrated. I tried to learn a new computer language for a few months, and then I kind of gave out. I didn't really have the time for something new. It turned out it's pretty difficult to spend more time with your kids, reading scriptures with them, or playing wiffle ball in the backyard, and also on the computer after work, learning a new programming language. It is very hard to effectively deepen the roots where you are and extend the branches to new terrain. I started to notice through the journaling process, you've heard us talk about the Excel Still More three-month journal. I'm on month about five on that. And I started noticing that the goals that meant the most and the daily spiritual highlights that paid the biggest dividends were not new experiences. They were not so much found in going out and reading a book about a topic that I didn't previously understand, thinking that learning something new was going to make me better. It was more found in a daily, chapter-by-chapter reading of the New Testament, deepening my understanding of the flow of scriptures, a book that's been in my lap and in my home the entire time. It was better understanding of what I had in front of me that has led to a stronger spiritual life. Now, God still may have work for you outside your comfort zone, and He still may need to show you things you haven't yet seen. But those experiences and opportunities have become secondary. Let me give you a few other examples to make this clear. A major focus this year is every day trying to reach out to someone to encourage them, and to help them to become better, stronger Christians, and to make sure that they know they're not alone. And while part of that has been meeting new people who come to church and getting to know them and trying to create some new connections, far and away, the most beneficial efforts have been texts and phone calls and coffee shops with members of this church that I've gotten to know better. We've strengthened our connection. Look, waiting on God to bring some new family into our life so that we can try to get to know them and be an influence is awesome. But sitting down with a family that's been here for two years and finding out more, deeper, more about what they've gone through in their lives, that has made a difference in my family and in our work with the Lindale Church. Now, I know we have to be careful here because we're not saying that broadening out your circle of influence and learning new things is a bad thing. But what I am telling you, and if it's okay at this point, I want to turn the attention to you a bit so you can evaluate your own successes. What I'm telling you is that needs to be secondary to the deepening of the roots in the place where God has put you and the people with whom God has put you and the wisdom that God has put in the Word right in front of you. I've been thinking about this in terms of evangelism. We're making an effort this year to go out and knock on doors and create new connections. We want to widen out our influence in the community, which is a great idea. Please pray that the Lord blesses us in that. But that's going to take a lot of time, and usually historically doesn't render tremendous benefits But I wonder how many Christians right now already have people in your life who needs the gospel. 
people who need to be asked if they're ready to see the Lord. Maybe God is saying, hey, wider is great, but don't forget that the priority ought to be the people I've already put in your life. Don't overlook the opportunities you have now in search of new ones. So let's see if we can package all of this into a couple of points. Firstly, don't think of it in terms of, should I go deeper or should I go wider? Think of it in terms of, if I am able to use every day to grow deeper roots into what I'm doing now, that depth and strength will allow the branches to reach wider. So it's more like this, deeper for sure, wider if the Lord wills. Think about it in terms of people you influence. I'm excited about potential relationships that God will give me later, and I know what He'll want me to do if it happens. But if I am not a godly, supportive influence to my wife and my four children today, that's like a tree that fails to deepen its roots in fertile ground now but is always extending its branches. A simple storm will come by and blow it over, and it won't be any good to anyone. But if I prioritize time with my kids, time with my wife, time taking what God has entrusted to me and making it strong, chances are we as a family will have a chance to reach out and meet new people and actually help them. But you've got to deepen what you have first and then widen out. The second point to that is if you understand what I'm saying, it will help you evaluate success in a different way. Maybe you started this Excel Still More thing sometime earlier this year, thinking it's going to make you into some superhero where you can do everything, anything you've ever wanted to do, accomplish any goal you've ever had, and reach out and do things you never even imagined. Well, you've probably found that you're just pulled in a hundred different directions and lack the energy to excel in much of anything. So what I'm saying is, you should not be evaluating your Excel Still More journey based upon how many different things you're doing, how many incredible new ideas you're discovering, or even how many new and exciting relationships are demanding your time. If God puts that in front of you, that's great. But instead, I would ask questions like this. How is my marriage? Are we understanding each other better? Are we communicating more? How is my relationship with my children? Have I chosen to do fewer things so that I can do more things with them? If you're a young person and you're really excited about new horizons and going wider, I get it. But let me ask you this. What about the people that God has put in your life? Your parents, your siblings, your church family. Are you stronger with them? Are you more of an encourager to them? Because those are the kinds of roots that you develop in your life that you will need later when you're out there learning new things, meeting new people, and building your life. Don't ask yourself, how many books have I read this year? How many of those books that Chris suggested early on? How many articles? How many blogs? How many new perspectives have I gotten and new pieces of information and tips and strategies? 
Ask yourself instead, what have I been implementing? What am I building into a habit? Learning 10 new ideas isn't nearly as valuable as implementing one and enjoying the benefit. Deeper, not just wider. And speaking of deepening what you already have, what about the Word of God? Am I closer to God? Do I know His Word better? Have I found a daily routine that connects me to Him? And speaking of Him, let's talk about prayer. If you are having more honest, emotional, impactful conversations with God every day, do you understand that that is a better sign of your spiritual growth than any connection or honesty or sharing or development of probably any other relationship in your life, and especially new people, new places, and new things? In fact, people who don't have a deepened relationship with God get in a lot of trouble when they go out and widen their scope and introduce new influences into their life. One final thing that's really cool here. When I get done recording this episode, I'm going home. My kids and I already planned a big wiffle ball game outside. I will have put my phone away for the evening, and I'm not going to watch the news. Imagine all the things I'm not going to see or know tonight, and yet none of it matters. Going outside with my kids for like the 10th time in the last three weeks, incrementally but consistently deepening our connection to one another is what life is all about. So listen, I'm not saying that you shouldn't go wider. Try new things, meet new people, learn to play the guitar. But I promise you, your best and most important work is right in front of you. So plan your day. Go out there and get better. But remember to use great wisdom when deciding between wider or deeper. Thank you so much for listening today. We encourage you to check out the website, excelstillmore.life, where you can subscribe to emails, order the three-month journal, or check out past episodes. As always, please consider sharing this with people in your life who you think we can help. And whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.